Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 79 for Thursday, May 25th, 2017. I'm your host, Eric Thompson. With you, as always, you've got Jesse Brown. Bing bong. Chris Conlon. Ayo. And Bradley Bitchino. Woof, 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 woof. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is the kind of enthusiasm I need. That's the whole rough Episode 79 crew. has been foretold in the heavens to be the great coming of the philosopher of doom. I don't know why. I was just told that. Who so that? you take that as you will. <laughs> it means something to someone. Yeah. Hey, guys. How, how's your week's been? Jesse, started off. I know what you've been playing because I've been playing it right alongside you. Uh, last week, Tuesday, right before we started the podcast, I picked up Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Uh, it's a game that It was I, like I, mid... You installed it during the podcast. You yeah. You just like updates on percentages throughout the podcast. Yeah, it was done... Uh, and it was finished installing before the podcast was up and running. And I believe at this point now, uh, having it for just over a week, I've got like 37 hours into it so far. Damn! Um, I've, we've, I've won a total of four games, um, wow. three Woof. of which were squad matches. One of them was a solo match. I was uh, in those squad matches. You Most were you time, were in all three squad matches. I would say don't quit your day job, but have you thought about becoming a pro Quitting. streamer? Just I quitting have. your you job. You want to quit your day job? Jesse please? Frags is going to be my uh, my go-to. Jesse Frags. I like I that name, Jesse Frags. Jesse Frags. I do also need to update the information. Last week I said that I blew, I thought it was or I had heard that it was six player squad, but it is actually four player squad. See, that's so what I said. I, yeah, I, that I, is what you said. When I said when you said that, I was like, man, Jesse's so wrong. We got a lot of hate mail. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, nothing not, I can re- say. Not, not even anything to do with the comment that I made. It was just hate mail in general. No, any, yeah, yeah. It was actually any... mostly about Tony, if any mm-hmm. <laughs> of all people. Yeah. Um, which was kind of weird. Um but you know, whatever. It, mm-hmm. I, I won't I dare not utter what those uh email said those curse what the physical it was physical mail too a lot of it mm-hmm. um it was physical males a lot of males showed up and mm-hmm. a lot of males a lot of very physically fit men hey showed males. up and they and i opened the door uh, they're like ding dong <laughs> open the door and, they're, and they're like it's Tony hey here. go fuck yourself and then they slap me each one it's a whole line of men but they said and, this uh, is for tony and then they slapped you, you. Yeah. got you got pounded by a whole line of men mm-hmm. yeah i got pounded by a line of hot males Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Gaylord's Force. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway. Uh, Jesse, bring in the heat. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, bring in the heat, of course. I'm sorry. I love me some workaholics, and that's like one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Specifically because it's got Tim Heidecker in it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Jesse, we've been playing. I mean, we've been streaming it. We, we actually have now uh, a stream just went up last night of uh, our little the best stream. Uh, ga- Games on Earth, uh, new show, uh, Alone and Afraid. Guys, Starring, I watched uh, all of that. Did you really? Nice. Did you watch I watched the, the whole thing. One? Did you watch the fourth episode? The fourth episode's the good one. It was the That's one when, where you guys ramped off a rock. Yep. Car, that was the fourth one. Up, upside down, and then Jesse just kept on crawling forward. I went, <laughs> I went, like, I went AFK. <laughs> yeah, that's episode four. If that's you on our YouTube right now. If the listeners haven't watched that, they have to go watch it because it was legitimately <laughs> really good. Like Derek standing guard while Jesse just—I can't believe you killed those two dudes who came around, came over the hill. I didn't, okay, I didn't yeah. Think they so were let me, me let me. Okay, so people who haven't seen the video. Let's put it in perspective. So what happened was uh, we were playing for a while. Um, we start getting shot at by some dudes, and we kind of shoot them off, uh, like scare them away a little bit, I guess. 
And then suddenly Jesse's like, oh, my game crashed. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then his character was laying on the ground at the time and then is just slowly crawling forward across this set of like two hills and just in a straight line, just going forward. (laughs) So my new mission immediately became defend this autonomous Jesse Brown uh, as he uh, rampages across the land extremely slowly. And those guys we got in a firefight earlier gotten some really good positions up on top of the hill to like ambush me as i was like reacting to jesse and uh i turned around and i I killed them both and i was very proud of that Mm -hmm. um and the hijinks that followed were uh it was it was it was a very interesting pretty wild pretty buck wild match i was sad i couldn't be there but i was was even go for it i was just gonna say i got pretty emotional watching jesse just crawl into the blue yeah <laughs> just accept his fate <laughs> me too yeah i was just like watching him like i guess you can see it in the video but i'm just like no jesse i was like go get a dance. car drive a car in front of me so that i don't keep crawling <laughs> <laughs> and then i just had to keep running and i nearly got a, a, absorbed by the blue dark blue evil and you were out there for a while actually yeah <laughs> you kept I was, on crawling uh, i was trying to get it done i was trying to trying to do the do the job get do the deed get, get the whole damn thing done <laughs> So. Yeah, no one would doubt your commitment, Jesse Brown. But yeah, if anyone's uh, interested, you go to our YouTube channel, type in Games on Earth on YouTube, uh, look for Alone and Afraid, episode four. Um, it's on there. And uh, I'm currently, episode one, two, and three are all fucked up. Uh, the streaming setup I've been working with, I know I mentioned this uh, last week, but something weird, it must be my settings with OBS or something, but I've been fidgeting with them like crazy. And episode four was the first episode I could get where there weren't like a shit ton of drop frames. I have no idea why, because I did some uh, test recordings today with NVIDIA Shadowplay, and it worked just fine. Um, I don't know. I'm going to keep keep trying to improve the quality and get things great and uh, to a really good level, and then try and make a wider variety of uh, game videos. I have a capture device for um, component games. Um, do you know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, yeah, like red, white, and yellow. The yeah. you know the three wire things. Yeah. So and I have a retron, and I was thinking of starting to do videos uh, where I uh, stream uh, over like playing like Super Mario World and stuff, um, which would be pretty fun. Uh, or uh, I have that bong box that we mentioned uh, like a hundred episodes ago. Oh, oh my god, uh, the bong the, the box! Original Great. Xbox that's just full of a bunch well, of uh, it's not the ripped bong games. Box anymore is it? No, I tore the bong sticker off so that my brother Travis wouldn't bong. know about it. Oh, wow. Even though like. I'm, I literally talked about it on the podcast that he listens to and has been on, so he totally already knew about the bong box, but whatever. Um, I was thinking there's a ton of really cool games like Burnout 3, uh, the original Star Wars Battlefront, um, <laughs> the Godfather game, which I want to take a look at. I, I like 100%ed that game. I don't know. There's, a, been, there's like 100 games on there. It would have been nice for you to explain the origin and history of the bong box to your niece but now you've ruined it by removing that sticker yeah now it's just a now it's just a, a hack box. box it's just a yeah just well a you can still explain <laughs> you see where because you didn't peel it off very cleanly there's still a big sticker <laughs> see this residue? Ripped. i need i need some goo gone to get rid of that oh you're you can't get rid of that <laughs> let the goo just be goo flow through your veins <laughs> uh but yeah um so I'll probably be setting up – I want to have like a cool setup. Uh, Brad and I are mo- actually moving in uh, together with our friend Jake uh, 
and Ari, uh, his girlfriend, and we'll all ha- be living next door to Jesse here <laughs> in about a week, week, week and a half ish. A very um, insane story. That's that's like that's something I would have never had imagined in my wildest dreams. Exactly. I wasn't even exactly. planning on it when the opportunity came up. I was like, wow. What the it's like, fuck? hey, do you want to move next door, like with with your best friends to I next door to one of your best ever friends? Ever gonna have this opportunity come up ever again in my life? Exactly, Probably. never. Maybe never. Yep. Maybe though. Maybe I mean, never. It's not extremely unlikely. I mean, unless I purchased that house myself, which, which I already dibs. Did, but that still requires I mean, somebody I'd, to sell I'd it. I double dibs. I if Brad dies or something, then I get okay. dibs. But that still would require like the fact that somebody would be selling that house. I mean, people don't normally. I mean, I guess you could just go there and make an offer. I guess that would be kind of weird. Oh, Travis is selling that house. Oh. Yeah, he, your your neighbor, Travis, which we're, we're totally doxing right now. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, what? But, um, yeah. He was talking about selling it in a few years. I'm to not going to go into the details why. Not to but... us. Well, let's not get into the details. Let's, no, uh, let's but... talk about this some other time. Yeah. Regardless, in about a week, week and a half-ish, maybe a little longer, I don't know. Uh, on June 1st, uh, Brad and I will be moving in the same house. And what I was getting at was I'm going to try and set up a really uh, um, efficient streaming setup or recording setup for creating video content that we can just goof around and like experiment creating weird videos and like doing fun shit um, as much as we want um, using like component uh, inputs. I want to get a capture card to record some good like PS4 stuff. And uh, I don't know. See what we can do. I I want to try and experiment more with fun shit. We used to joke that the neighbor on the other side of the house, we would we would joke that uh, that unfortunately that she may someday pass, and then one of you guys would buy her house, and we'd build a skywalk between the two houses. I never thought that it would be on the opposite side of the house. We can build the skywalk now. We can build. We can. Yes. Uh, Although I do suggest an underwalk or a deep walk. Oh, that's Um, true. Because. Because then this, yeah, and the city won't know about it. We could just oh, do it without true. the city's no permission. permits. Yeah, no permits, no permits, no witnesses. We, we will have to and call Miss Dig though. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Me oh, I hear radio commercials for Miss Dig all the time. It's like if you're gonna dig in your backyard, don't forget to call Miss Dig and schedule them to come out and find all your shit, like all like power <laughs> Honestly, cords and. When when you said Miss Dig, I imagined in my head like a Thomas Carmen. the Tank Engine like oh, character. <laughs> no, I, I think it's like a like gopher. A- I like imagined a Carmen San Diego style woman who had like a <laughs> shovel as her accessory, and she's like, "You boys need you'll never a find hole, me." Doug. <laughs> I, I, I imagined something kind of similar, but it was more like a Harvest Moon slash Stardew Valley character. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Dig. Oh, it's Miss Dig. You have to contact her to uh, dig the trenches in yeah. this war, World War One uh, Stardew Valley you crossover you where you're tending to, to the, the trenches. trenches. She doesn't dig these trenches for you. She comes over to your house and she surveys the property and says, you cannot dig right here because you actually have electrical cords from the city or you have plumbing or you have any number of things that could be underground that you're not supposed to dig through. (laughs) No, we just got to dig really deep, though. Well, I guess that works. Yeah. Yeah. We got to dig pretty low. That that was the other thing. Temperature is maintained year round so we can store our very sensitive... Stuff things. down there. Things. Yeah. <laughs> Our sins. I, I now have it in my head, like, this idea of, like, this Stardew Valley sort of farming simulator game set along the trenches of World War One, where <laughs> you, <laughs> you need to maintain your army's morale, but you're not a fighter. 
uh, and you just got to dig the trenches and like you know cut down logs like normal, and you could fish to get. I don't know. I was actually picturing. I've That'd never played so Stardew Valley, but I remember you guys talking <laughs> no, about like, like a cheery version, even though everyone like dies. You'd go, and shit. you'd go fishing, and there'd be no fish, just blood and <laughs> it would just water, be and you'd be blood. like, "Well, no fish." Well, no fish this time. But you're you're like your character always keeps like a chipper attitude, and like all of like the World War One like commandos or like the commanders and the soldiers that you like hang out with all have like the distinct personalities and you get to know them over the series of like whole seasons. And then they just go die one day. And oh, you, yeah. it's like, and you fish out tragic. their, their dog tags from the pond. That you yeah. In. That sounds like an indie game waiting to happen. It does sound pretty cool in like a, it, it like has the tragedy, but everyone's like really chipper about it. Um, and then it's really somber too. And so like, since everyone's chipper, like the somberness can kind of hit harder because um, it's not just like all dull all the time. Like things can be kind of cheery every once in a while. Like, like oh, uh, Corporal Rosenthal found a flower. And it's like everyone gathers around and there's this little cut scene where he like holds it up to the light and uh, everyone's like paused. And then suddenly you just hear. <laughs> and, like, the artillery strikes start happening and everyone has to duck and cover. There's somebody standing there holding their own arm. Yeah, like randomly during the game, like suddenly, like oh, time to go over the top, like yeah, and uh, it's your job to hold people together. And I don't know that I'd want to play up. that game. I think, you, oh, I'd make I'm, it fun. I'd make I'm it pretty fun. I, you're I'm not, in, you're not a fighter. You're, you're just maintaining the troops on the, along the line. You know, you could call it like No Man's Valley, or uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay chris how you doing how you been i've been good i've been uh i've been playing a lot of owl boy which i've really enjoyed so far actually i beat it I, i'm saying so far but yeah i finished it it's oh pretty... wow you finished it already dang yeah it's a relatively short game that was actually my hang up on buying it for the price that it normally goes for but yeah it was oh uh, i see how, am i, so am I was, talking about this right bundle, now right? Right? yeah i got yeah, it go yeah, for it go man for it. okay oh, boy yes. fuck yeah so this is a game I've had my eye on for a long time. It's actually been in development for about 10 years or 9 years or something. It looks Since gorgeous, by the way. It is beautiful, yeah. In terms of, I mean, it's a pixel platformer, so it's kind of like way up my alley. But it is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous as far as... <laughs> what are you laughing about? I'm curious as well. It's a pixel platformer indie game. I don't know. Oh, so it's <laughs> up your alley. <laughs> yeah. I, the whole time I was playing it, I was like, the guys are going to laugh at me for this. Because of, uh, <laughs> no, it's a good thing. It's great. So it's, it's let's, oh, uh, sorry. I got a game. I'm writing it down. I'll tell you about it later when you're done talking. Okay, about cool, boy. cool. Sorry. Keep going. So yeah, it's, uh, in terms of how it looks, it's gorgeous. The music is really great. I kept on hearing influences from like, there's this one song for, I think the area is Stratos and it sounds so much like an Andrew Bird song. I'll have to send it to you guys. But just in coupled with that, there's also a really good story. Um, you play this mute owl boy character named Otis, and he doesn't speak, and so it gives his character this very mime-like quality. And it actually works really well because the game is forced to kind of communicate his emotions just through his actions, which I thought was a really interesting way to go about things. And so you got the silent protagonist character, sort of mm-hmm. like Link, and... With that, you know, I, I just mentioned Link. There's there's definitely, like, a lot of different things from different games that you kind of sense in this game. Um, okay. In terms of how it looks, 
there's a sort of Zelda-ish quality to it, um, as well as like the the gameplay style and how things go. It's it's a platformer, but you're flying most of the time. And Otis is the person that carries around these secondary characters who are shooting things while you carry them. And so you're so like carrying you're, them in your claws. Yeah, and you're well. He he's got like hands and legs and stuff, and his yeah, cloak is what flaps. Bef- before we go any further, can you break down for us? The character Otis is he owl boy, and how is he a boy and an owl at the same time? And well, he's, if he's an owl boy, why does he just use a cape? Well, so there's like this race of owls that they're descended from, and he just—they don't really go into the lore of this quite as much. But he's got like arms and legs, but he has like a cloak that basically acts as wings. So I don't okay. know if there's wings under there or what, but uh, huh. you get the sense that like they're basically wings, uh, this cloak thing. And his face has like a human-like quality to it, but at the same time... Just get he... those big old eyebrows and make him look like an owl. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, totally. <laughs> and other characters who are quote-unquote owls in the game are actually pretty... Quote-unquote owls. Well, yeah. (laughs) They're owls, but they're like anthropomorphic owls, you know? Yeah. So they've got like very human-like qualities to them. And so the story kind of like bounces between this present-day thing where there's these floating islands and then there's like this ancient owl storyline where like you kind of of, uh, figure out some things about the nature of the world and why... Uh, things are floating around and stuff is like it, that. And so, is is it like kind of Metroidvania e, uh, like or like a, is it kind of like a free open worldy kind of thing? I, I don't know how to describe like Castlevania style. Yeah, I would say that it has Metroidvania like qualities to it, but I would also say that's a little bit more linear than Metroidvania stuff. You know, with, with okay. Metroidvania stuff, you're backtracking in a world that feels a lot more open. This one mm-hmm. has a more straight trajectory. Okay. Um, that's not to say it, it, like it has that feel, but it, you don't really backtrack like you would in those kind of games. Yeah, that so you was don't actually, wait until you get yeah. the missiles before you go back and open that one door that you needed missiles to open. Pretty much, there are a couple things where there are areas that you can access later on, but like they're part of the plot, so it doesn't really incentivize that sort of exploration, which which bummed me out a little bit. But at yeah. the same time, it was like the game has a lot of polish, and so I was willing it to look fantastic. Yeah, and like, it plays really fantastically too. It's did you it's mention like it's it looks painted. like a Miyazaki film? Yeah, because, it has. Yeah, it, Laputa, it looks, Castle yeah, in the Sky. It totally, has, it borrows a ton from that. I think aesthetically, and there's also like little hints of Shadow of the Colossus and like the temple aesthetic, like the ancient civilization sort of thing. That's right. And I'm trying to think what else there is. There's a lot of moments that felt kind of Metroidy too. Um, Kirby Air Ride is another thing, or not Air Ride, excuse me, <laughs> not, not Kirby Air Ride, Kirby All-Star, if you guys played that, or Kirby oh, yeah, Superstar yeah, yeah. on the Super Nintendo. Oh my god, I can't oh, remember I love the that last game. Kirby game I played. Yeah, wow. it's been a bit. I don't remember the names of the Kirby games I played because all the names are so... Yeah. Nightmare well, in Dreamland. The Super Nintendo one had this one story arc that was very... It's where Meta Knight is from, and it had this very, like, Sky Pirate, steampunky feel to it. Is and that the one where you fought the giant, like, floating cloud with an eyeball that was covered in spikes? It could have been. Yeah, it's been a bit. See, uh, that's hmm. the thing. I remember, like, aspects of different games, but they could have been from different games. I remember, like, the tree that tried to blow you across the screen... Well, I remember yep. that from Super Smash Brothers. That was Superstar, well, I think. That might have been... 
I could be getting this wrong. I, I need to polish up. There's a Super Nintendo Kirby that I loved as a kid, but I, I could see a lot of influences of that in this because there's pirates, like Sky Pirates, pl- play a big part in this game. and So that's another thing. I love like nautical stuff, and so having Sky Pirates and stuff was really cool. There's just so a, you get like you get allies all like they and they like have different powers. I'm assuming are they like your weapons essentially? Yep, yep. And so owl boys just flying people around, and your allies are the ones that are shooting. And so with like I was playing keyboard and mouse, and so with the WASD I was controlling owl boy, and then with the mouse you're kind of like controlling a reticle that you shoot things with, and it it plays pretty smoothly. It feels really good to now shoot like it. when you're flying around with all these characters, like do you switch? characters you're with on the fly or do you have to like go grab other characters you can switch them on the fly it's there's like this in story relic that teleports them in and out and so it it makes sense in the context of the game they actually that that was another really cool i was worried about that yeah it's it's not hard it's the whole game (laughs) uh it gets challenging and there are a couple parts where it just feels like there's kind of uh artificial difficulty do you know what i mean where it's not like clever difficulty it's just kind of like forced in yeah Um, but at the same time, it was like the whole time I was playing it, I was so entranced by like how good of a nostalgia injection it was for me. It was just like, uh, (laughs) so good. Cause like my favorite games on the SNES were Metroid, Zelda, and you know, uh, Super Mario Brothers. And this was kind of playing off of all of those things as well as some more modern things that it was referencing. And so... Yeah, I got a big kick out of it. And on top of that, like I said, the game is really polished. Um, it, I think it's a little unfortunate that it's coming out now instead of earlier in its development cycle because it seemed like, you know, back in 2007 when they started working on it, this was more of a... 2007? Yeah, Holy this was more fuck. of a... 10 years? Yeah. But it plays like a game that might have taken that long. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, I wish there was more content with how long it took. But oh, as, yeah. As far as I've seen, it's a really small development studio. They really polish it up, though. And on top of that, like, the pixel art is absolutely gorgeous and must have taken forever to make. So, yeah, I I highly recommend it to anybody. I think as of now, as of the release of this podcast, it might still be available in Humble Bundle 18. I got it for $13. Oh, nice. So my hang-up initially was that it was... Do you know how much it is normally, though? 25 Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, boy. and it took me about eight hours to beat the game. I wasn't, like, completionist about it or anything. Um, one thing that's kind of funny about it, there's a dodge roll that you get by visiting a certain screen early on in the game that I missed. And so, as a result of that, I didn't have that. But in retrospect, I'm glad I didn't because that makes movement a lot more fast by just mashing the dodge roll. And so, I got to take in a lot of environments at a more slow pace and like kind of appreciate the artwork and everything. Whereas in playthroughs that I've watched, people are just mashing that dodge roll and it like plays the same noise over and over again. Cause so, people are already trying to go <laughs> for the, uh, when did the game actually release? It was in November of 2016, I think. So okay. it's been out for a little bit now, but it's, it's so a speed run. It's still are, pretty fresh. A big thing. Well, no, it's just that like, you know, it's, it's like an, uh, I forget oblivion or certain games. Like you could move a little faster by just rolling around in certain games. And so some people do that, uh, for speed running purposes or whatever, but it's just, it like, I found that after I got it, just when I was backtracking and stuff and looking for things I might've missed that I was mashing that a lot. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, as, as far as it goes, it's, it's well worth the 13. I, I think for like the sake of the artistic quality of it and 
um, just how enjoyable it was for me to play. I would have personally paid like 25 for it, but oh, yeah. I guess, you know, I could see where the amount of gameplay you get out of it might make it so that's a bit of a steep price. And so that was kind of my hang up initially. That's why I didn't well, buy it for like six it's months. It's also like a rare commodity too. Like that type of game doesn't really exist at that level of quality. Mm-hmm. There's tons of these, uh, indie games these days, but it, it, from everything I've seen, it just looks like a triple A uh, side scroller, which yeah. is amazing art. I I, it, I feel like twenty five dollars is a pretty well justified price. I paid, I think I paid twenty dollars for Ori in the Blind Forest, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a good deal. Yeah, like uh, I, that's another game that is I would recommend you play Ori in the Blind Forest. I would highly recommend. I highly recommend to all three of you that you get it in the Humble Bundle while it's still around because it's it's yeah. way, way, way worth that price, and I thought it was just great. There's a couple of good games that are lumped in with that, too, but um, yeah, as far as this game goes, it was like... It was one of the most satisfying gaming experiences I've had in a really long time, and like I know it's a pixel platformer and whatever, but it was just no, seeing... that's not a bad thing. That's seeing true. that genre taken to like such a high quality and degree of polish was really refreshing for me. And it was, mm. uh, it's also one of the few games in recent memory that actually made me like feel things like the story Aww. really hit me at certain points. And so <laughs> did you cry? Was, did you tear I up? Didn't, I didn't cry, but like I related to a lot of things in it and it was very, the story, like it, it has this really optimistic and cute aesthetic to it. You know, it's not overly cute, but it's got like this really hopeful quality to it. But the story itself is very like ups and downs like there's lots of disappointments and like stuff that goes down and it starts out with like a very harsh mentor character that you're kind of under the tutelage of and it continues that and deals with that and why that mentor is the way he is and stuff and so you discover a lot about other characters as you go along um i think the the fact that you're a mute character kind of develops those characters a little more whereas like other games you know they have this protagonist that they have to develop but you get to explore like the characters around you a lot more and so yeah it's just really good i could keep going on about it there's Dude, some th- yeah that looks amazing yeah but i'll wrap it up there are some things that like i think could have been better but it's it's honestly nitpicking like the biggest well, thing was what i it? wish yeah. it was longer well okay so for 25 dollars uh, I, I feel like eight hours is see that okay i guess that might be okay because I don't know that I would have that paid $25 for the order, and that was about eight hours. Oh, yeah, I guess so that's like, true. So, like, that one, I think, the order, I when I got it, I think I paid, that. like, 10 to 15 or something. Yeah, it was an amazing game, but mm-hmm. I feel like I get a little bummed when I spend X amount of dollars and, like, only get X amount of hours from it. Right. Like, I, was, I don't, I was I don't know. I don't, just, really, I don't really convert dollars to hours with games, because then I think of other entertainment that I spend money on. Yeah, and, like spending uh, in literally every instance, it's more expensive. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm just I'm just adding that precaution because of how other people might approach it. I feel mm-hmm. like for myself, the quality of the time that I spent with it was just really like off the charts. Uh, I felt yeah. like really enchanted by this game. Like I, I'm pretty cynical when it comes to you know just with recent developments and you know Derek and I we experienced like some disappointment on the Metal Gear front which is very near to, and dear to us yeah. in, in 5 and so like it's like I, I look back on Metal Gear now and I'm like man that was a really fun game I'm glad yeah, I played was. that that was that was a great time mm-hmm. 
But like, story. I I, I was disappointed in, in the storyline wise. Same. Like, that yeah. was my biggest disappointment. Gameplay, it was fine. It was great. It was actually. What am I saying? It was fan fucking tastic. I'm playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and the other day I was just thinking, like in my head, man, if this had like the combat and movement options of Metal Gear, this game would be incredible. Yeah. Um, like if it had the fidelity of the world that like Metal Gear had. Um, yeah. See that that I think that's where my money thing comes into because I was really hesitant to spend thirty dollars on Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, and I've well well gotten my money's worth out of that already. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess it depends. But there's like the replayable content in that. Like, is it replayable? Like, is there replayability with Owlboy? Like, or do you see yourself going back and playing it for? Like, is there a different difficulty? Is there? No, that's that's content? one of the things that I would have liked to have seen expanded upon a little bit. I don't think there's, like, a new game plus or anything. Um, There's not any additional content that you can unlock other than, like, just being really thorough about exploring areas that you might not have accessed and getting treasure that you might not have gotten. The -hmm. amount of items you get are pretty limited. Um, The amount of other characters are pretty limited. Have you heard anything about additional content? They have said... The developers have vaguely alluded in, like, some forums because they were very active on this indie gaming uh, developers forum. Mm. I forget what it's called exactly, but I read a lot of their posts on there. And they vaguely alluded to, yeah, that's a strong possibility, but they said that they're going to work on whatever is most interesting to them at the time, and there's no guarantee that that would be Owlboy. And so they've done a couple other small projects, um, but I I would personally like to see a lot of new content for this or some expansion to the world or something that expands on the story. That would be really cool but i think as it is it's pretty tightly contained but the mm-hmm. scale of my my biggest gripe with the game is that i would have loved to have seen more which is like kind of a good gripe to have like it leaves you wanting more but i, I there's like kind of like three or four main areas and i would yeah. like to have seen the world expanded a little bit more on top of that that would have been really cool yeah but, i think that kind of is resonating with me though uh the i could go for a shorter game right now I think. Dude, get it. Honestly, um, I would love to talk to you guys about it because I think that we would all, I think all of you would really enjoy it and also it would be kind of cool to like have a back and forth about the story and stuff because I don't know anybody yeah. else who's played it. I think I'm partially, uh, I'm, I don't know what burnt out yet, but maybe I'm partially burnt out from these long, massive adventures and uh, that's kind of what Player Unknown Battlegrounds has been kind of cleansing my palate from with, and it's the reason I like, I can't, Actually, Jesse's the reason I haven't continued in Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, but... go ahead, blame it on me. <laughs> tell, tell the world. Every day you're like, "Come on, what are you doing?" Uh, I want to think I about the, I could... You should think about the days that I don't message you. Oh God, those are yeah. the days that I'm like, "Yo, Derek, there's an invasion yeah. happening, and wow, yeah. let's go." <laughs> like I said, it. how many how many hours have you been playing it, Derek? In the past few weeks, you have less than I think you have 15 hours played total in the game so far. I've got over 34 hours in, like, half the time. Or 35 hours, 37 hours? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, busy, I'm a busy boy. I, I'm busy doing shit. Well, that's what know. I'm saying. But every time I do message you, you are, with, like, one exception. Every time I'm like, hey, you want to you wanna squat up? You want to you wanna get in this? You wanna... Yeah, because I do want to squat up, and I do want to get in that, because PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds is a lot of fun. It and is. And I think the four of us would make an amazing squad, Chris and Brad. And I know also know that both of your guys' computers could run it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you sh- and you you should consider it. 
Uh, I know it's deep. It's right up your alley, Chris, with as far as tactical, sneaky, slow-paced shooters go. Yep. Uh, Brad, I don't know. Uh, I think you could get into it. No, I'm really excited to play play it personally. I am. I put a freeze on the uh, video game spending until after the move. That's uh, smart. So, um, that's the yeah. only reason why I'm not playing it because uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm already playing too much WoW right now. If I were to, if you get were just to take into two months off game, of WoW, you could have the whole game paid for already. Oh, it's not the money. It's That's like something. the time. I got a pack, and a, it, it's the whole process of moving, and mm. I, I already have too many uh, distractions. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, uh, Brad. Yeah, Brad. What about you? Yeah, what? Tell us what what you've been playing here. Um, World of think, Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I've been. I think this and, is gonna be an Owlboy episode, by the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was gonna say, are we I, skipping the break or what? Yeah, I mean, we kind of already uh, blew through when it would be, and I, I don't know. I don't have anything else uh, new. Oh, I kind of do. Destiny 2 was announced last week. I mean, wait, the day that Destiny the, 2? The actual release date? I was going to say Destiny 2 was announced a long time ago. No, this is no, the actual I mean, gameplay. Like, did you see all that, Jesse? No, not at all. Oh, wow. There was tons of gameplay videos. I don't even um, want to look at that There was like four... Four story videos and like uh, a bunch of different gameplay videos. It looks pretty cool. I've seen um, weird stuff. Like I know that they're they, they're getting rid of grimoire cards because they actually want the uh, lore to be in the game instead of something you have to go download and look at. I mean that's not weird. That's a really good. No, thing. that is super weird. <laughs> or sorry, sorry, super good. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Say um, Jesse, weird. it's coming out on the PC. Yep, I know Same. that. I know that it's going to use the BattleNet launcher. Yep, it's going to use the BattleNet launcher, which that is pretty to me bad. Is weird. It's Activision, so it makes sense. Wait, um, is ba- isn't Battle.net what... Uh... It's Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, Activision Blizzard. That's the same company. Oh, I did not realize that. They have they have high stake in each other. I don't know, how, I don't know what it all is. I, I don't know if it was acquired or whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, it looks to be like they're actually adding like clans in the game. There's this like, uh, uh, I forgot what it's called. Like, uh, it's basically a group finder, essentially. So there's sort of matchmaking for uh, raids and stuff. But not... It's like you can look for, like, one or two extra, like, people if you and your group of friends need, like, six to fill a squad up. Um, And you can... Or you can choose to be, like, a guide for players who don't know content. And it'll load you into uh, a group of players who don't know the content and stuff like that. Just some interesting... Yeah, some just a lot of things to make the game a lot more accessible because um, there's like whole chunks of the game that you kind of need six people that you know. Um, yeah, it'd be kind of like, cool if with. you could rate your guide, and as a guide, you could rate <laughs> your party members as like yeah. Uber rating. <laughs> um, there, every uh, class is getting new supers and new abilities, um, and everyone has like one more like power. And each of the powers are kind of related to the class, which I'm really into. Because one of the one of the main one of the biggest things I hated about Destiny One was how the three classes kind of felt the same. Basically, um, they had they had differences, but the differences were relatively slight. And uh, so now, like the uh, Titan class, the tank will actually be able to like put up walls and like barriers, uh, like made out of like lasers. Um, 
and like uh, the warlock will be able to put down a, a, a patch of ground that like heals or something, and uh, the hunter can do other. I don't even know. They just have more powers, um, like added abilities, which is is really now, neat. Now, do you keep the same character, or is this like a brand new game? It's, it's basic. Expi- it's you, they're saying you can transfer your character, but it, all you're transferring over is your appearance. So it, you're because oh no, the tower gets blown up or something. So yeah. all of the gear you collected is destroyed. It's like okay, whatever. Every game does that. Just fucking be done. You don't need to keep talking about all of our stuff's gone. Uh, I don't know. I, I I couldn't imagine anyone would be planning on bringing all of their legendaries into the next game and just walk in the door being some super badass um i don't know regardless are are you is anybody excited i'm very excited you should watch that first you should watch the first you guys should watch the reveal trailers and shit i i did the you watch the first level gameplay trailer like that looks completely different than what destiny was like uh level wise like there's actually you're actually moving through an area with shit going on around you i disagree i saw the same shit yeah there were subtle differences but it felt to me and i'm talking about feeling how i felt when i watched it and i was like oh more more destiny huh i need to see i, I feel think like i need to see more and i don't think i'm gonna get it there's nothing for me to get excited about it right now but it's still early I feel like uh, that walk through the first mission is what uh, got me a little excited about it because uh, when I think of Destiny, a lot of times I think of just running through an area, like nothing's going on and you're walking towards a, a thing to push a button and I don't know. I guess it just seemed more action focused and uh, yeah, it was what like they were saying about type thing. Yeah, and what they were saying about like having a more open world with like actual exploration and uh, like you, you don't need to go into orbit anymore for anything. You can do everything from the ground. I can get behind. So there's that. no more, no more like random load screen to load screen to the tower to a load screen. That's all disguised as ships flying. So you're not just like watching ships fly for like a half hour every night. That total. was the best part, anyways, because we would all be like, "Oh, damn! You got that ship." You got that one ship that looks like a big you got brown that box. Loading, you got that loading screen ship? That's you exactly spent all your was. in-game currency on your loading screen? I Nothing did. It was the first thing than, I bought. And and I loved it. Other than you, do you know of any other person who's excited for this game and is like, man, I'm definitely going to get this like like when it comes out? I think. Yeah, I have a, I have a coworker who's super into I Destiny. Think, who's like I think our friend Mitch also said he's excited for it. Is he? Hmm. Yeah. I'll, I, I'll, I will ask him tomorrow. I want to know his feelings on this. I don't know. Jesse, too, you should look up some of the videos and stuff. It looks pretty cool. It's not coming out for like six months. So. I lost my life to that game once. Question. Yeah, that was. we all told you that while it was happening. Well, I got a Chris. question. <laughs> was yes. Destiny... Okay, so I played Destiny for like the first few days that it was out. Um, like I got... I, I beat the campaign and like maxed out my character to the extent that it could be maxed out and i didn't do any of the grinds for like the more like weapons that were incrementally better than what i had you got Um, a character to level 20 you didn't get him to light level 30 no i don't think so well Uh, light level 30 wasn't yeah you would have had to do like the raid several times to get all yeah i didn't yeah i didn't do do any of that was the story expanded upon very much because i felt like it was okay in taking king did a lot and that this game 
It looks like it's kind of like uh, we're kind of reset the clock and actually have a good story here this time. Finally, well, that's funny because Taken King was like the third expansion because there well, was like, still it like it was the first like major expansion though. Like the first two expansions were tiny little things. They I were, mean, like content more like content patches almost. It was like what was it fifteen dollar little things? Whereas Taken King was like this is like Destiny re release one point five like. Whole new area, whole new stuff. <laughs> Sorry, to do. we spent so much money on Peter actually, Dinklage. Here's the real yeah, game. <laughs> yeah, they actually what they did for that. They actually resold, they rebundled all of the content. And if you bought the like legendary edition, you'd get the full game plus all the DLC and the new game for like sixty mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah, thing. and then they they, and they put re- a lot of that DLC like back. They like down leveled it so that as you're leveling up through the main game, you'd encounter that DLC to like fill in some of those gaps. But it was still just a fucking mess. Uh, Destiny One's storyline is a fucking mess. Taking King was good because it actually had cool like quests with like characters and cutscenes and things going on. And I feel like with this game, that's like one of their major focuses is like I hope we are. Developing a quests. I'm hope with, there's yeah. more cheese. I hope that this thing gets jam packed. There's full zero of cheese. Che- cheese. I the cheese is what killed Destiny for me. I know. Yeah. The funny thing is that I, game was riddled. That game was moldy as fuck with cheese yeah, from the day it, was, it came out till the day that Taken was a King grilled came out. cheese game. Yeah. Anyway, that, I've never that's played our thoughts a game about quite Destiny. Like that. And this has been Games on Earth. I'm Derek Thompson. Last with question. Brad Bichino, Last question. Jesse Brown. Last Chris question. Conlon. Finally. Last question. Fine. Fine, Jesse. Last fine. Question. What are you looking to get it for? PS4 or PC? I would and is there crossplay? I would probably get it with PC at this. Unless it depends where people are playing it. You know, that's always the answer. And there is there. Do you know if there's crossplay? I do not know for sure. There was rumors that there was, and then I was told there wasn't. So I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I thought they announced that there would be cross saves, who, not cross who play, your... but cross saves, so you could just load your save over to the console between PS4 oh, and weird. PC. That's super. Well, weird. it's like, well, I mean, people with PCs would perform better than people with PS4s. That's just so yeah. they can't put the people together in the same servers. But if you just have your save loaded up on your PS4, it's the same game. You're just playing in the PS4 environment, so you have the same playing field. I wish they could do that still with, like, PvE, and then just PvP, you had to be on the same... That'd be like, great. I would love that. PvE, I would love that. you could cross-play, but you couldn't cross-play PvP. If they made it cross-save compatible, and I knew people playing, I'd probably buy two copies for that, for sure. Like, to be able to play on PC and on PS4 with, like, everyone I know is a pretty crazy... That'd be a pretty crazy thing. I'll need to look into that. I thought I heard that that was... It was something in their press conference. They're like, and thank you, Sony, for this blah, 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 blah. And I don't remember what they oh, said. Is that somebody doing a guitar solo? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Okay, this no has more, been Games on no Earth. more questions. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Kyle Lancer for the intro outro music. Chris, could you uh, end this episode by describing the storyline of the first Destiny game? Uh... <clears throat> Well, you you land on a world and <laughs> popcorn Tyrion Lannister as a popcorn colonel made out of metal comes up and is like that wizard came from the moon and then you start yep. shooting at stuff in Russia 
and uh, you go out and find a speed bike from Return of the Jedi. Yep. And then you drive around on Mars for a while, and then uh, you shoot at stuff on Venus, and you look for little glowy orbs, and then you shoot at the glowy orbs. I don't know, man. It was just kind of like it was just like run around and shoot, you know, just uh, just shoot little guys and uh, and uh, hope for a new DLC and, uh, <laughs> and, and wonder where the story is. That was my oh, don't forget about the cave, the cave. <laughs> oh yeah, cave. the, the loot cave. cave. Where I I I put the that. Yeah, I, I utilized the loot cave for sure. I, I oh yeah, that was that a huge and, part of the the experience. You know, what was a big disappointment to me was that the moon had, like, 1G gravity rather than, like, having you hop around. Like, yeah, that was bullshit. And jump really high. I was like, what's the deal with this? We're on the moon. The wizards <laughs> came from here. We should be, we should be floating. And <laughs> that wasn't the case.